Do you desire to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Marriage After God podcast. We're your hosts, Aaron and Jennifer Smith. And today we have a little bit of a different kind of episode. Um, But before we jump in, we'd like to ask you if you would take a few moments today and give us a star rating and a review. Uh, Whenever someone like you leaves us a star rating and a review, it helps the podcast algorithms know, let other people to see our podcast. So we'd really appreciate if you'd leave us a star rating and a review today. That'd be so amazing. Also, if you've not subscribed to our show on iTunes or wherever, whatever platform you listen on, Please do that today so that way you never miss an episode. So a different kind of episode, huh? Mm Mm-hmm. So what's on your mind? Um, Well, we, over the last few weeks, we have been doing, um, if everyone's noticed, we've been starting to promote our brand new one-year marriage prayer devotional, The Marriage Gift, which comes out in October. And one of the main ways that we are promoting this book, this new book, is by being interviewed on a bunch of podcasts which I know for you is a little stressful, but it's a it's a pretty cool thing that we've been doing. Um, There's just some logistical things that come into play when you're on other people's podcasts because when we do it together, we're kind of like on our timeline, but when yeah. you schedule it out and you have to be somewhere on time and you have five kids, there's a little bit more layer to uh, getting them set up. and. Well, also there's a little bit of, I, I get it too, like a performance anxiety of like, well, I don't want to mess up what I'm going to say. I don't want to say. What am I going to say? Yeah, what am I going to say? Yeah. Totally. So yeah, we get the, we get a little bit of nerves being on these interviews. But we've been really excited and grateful for the opportunity to uh, not only you know share that space with someone on their podcast, but to be able to share the message of our book coming out. And I found that some of the questions that were coming and some of the things that we got to talk about were really encouraging to me because it kind of took us back over the yeah. years. And, and some people were asking about our origin story. Some people were asking about how it is to work together. Some people were asking about, mm. uh, about our dating years, our dating years and and advice for dating couples. Yeah. And I was like, Whoa. <laughs> so it's been really encouraging for me. And mm. I thought, how cool would it be if we gave you guys a little insight to what this experience has been like for us and, and also share some of the extras. So some of the things that maybe we thought about it in the, in the interviews, but mm-hmm. didn't have the time allotted to be able to share everything. Yeah. So some of those, some of those little extras. Uh, before we get into that, I wanted to point out though. So we're going to talk about some cool insights and some deeper thoughts that maybe we didn't get to share, like you just said. Yeah. But I wanted to share some of the podcasts that we've been on so far. And to be honest, we, we're pretty honored that someone's inviting us into that space, into Always. their audience. And it, it, 
it's a pretty awesome thing. And, um, the, one of the podcasts, here's a, here's a list of the podcasts we've been on so far. The Dan tired podcast with Jared Lopes. He's a really good friend of ours for many years now. Um, and his episodes actually are already live. So you can go look for that. It's on YouTube and everywhere you listen to podcasts. Um, his and her money. That one was fun. Yeah. Truth for your twenties. Uh, this one was an interesting one because her audience is a lot of singles and 20 somethings. And so we don't, I don't feel like we've talked to that John run a long, long time, long time, but it was so cool. Uh, the happy home by Arlene Pelican, which that was also a really fun one. And we've been following each other for so long. She's also an author. You guys would recognize her books, but Oh, just so cool to be able to like, mm-hmm. quote unquote, sit in the room with her. <laughs> uh, the Christian parenting podcast, which was another really awesome. And, um, it was a blessing to be on that, that show. And then, uh, lastly, now that we're a family with longtime friends of ours, Elisha and Katie Boberg. And so all these episodes, are going to be coming out, trickling out over the next month, probably closer to October, mm-hmm. but be on the lookout for those episodes. And we have eight more so far scheduled, um, to be interviewed on. So don't be stressed out. Jennifer. <laughs> I'm good. Um, and I think we're going to be getting more. And, and that being said, if you're listening and you have a podcast and you would like to have us on your show, um, we can't guarantee anything, but if you send us an email to support at marriageaftergod.com, we might figure out if that's something that could possibly be made to happen. Cool. So, I've noticed uh, real quick just about podcasts in general that they're becoming very trendy in the sense that people are. It's a, it's a sought after platform to be like creating content on. Well, and people are clinging to them. Like I have just girlfriends who it within conversation or at our ladies Bible study night, someone will bring up, Hey, on this podcast I was listening to, and it just seems like such an easy grab and go mm. thing that people are really diving into. And so I just want to give a huge shout out in general to people who podcast. We know what it takes to be on the other end and provide the content to do the research, to do the, all the technical, the, time. the technical <laughs> aspect of editing it and putting it together. Like it just requires a lot. And so shout out to them for saying, thank you for your work. Thank you for all the people that, that pour into, um, important information and things that we need to hear about so that people on the other side and other end of the microphone, the listening end can, can glean from it and can enjoy it. And I just, I also just want to give a shout out to you listening today and the supporters that we've had following our show for so long and just say, thank you. Thank you for, for listening in and tuning in and being here. Yeah. it's And for sharing the episodes. Cause that's how you get, that's how we get more listeners and and new listeners. And uh, speaking of, of the, the, prevailing you know growth trend. of podcasts yeah. the trend of podcasts i was listening to a podcast with jordan peterson see this happens all the time yeah. and <laughs> he was talking about how it's becoming a it, the prevailing way that people are getting Engaging. their information mm-hmm. because and it makes sense because it's so hard to trust a lot of the mainstream things these days mm. it's like what do, what what do i believe and so i think what's happening is that there's a lot of people they're they're running to the actual people of the world. Mm. Like what, what, what is, who's saying, what? yeah, who's saying mm. what? And, and I'd rather get my information from this person. This person seems much more trustworthy than this conglomerate over here. So I think that's what's happening. And, and so I just, again, I want to praise all those people that are just trying to come out and especially those believers who are trying to use this platform, mm-hmm. audio and video to proclaim Christ mm-hmm. and the word of God and using their lives in a way to, to do that. I just think that's so cool. No, uh, uh, yeah. w- with that, I do want to encourage, just like with any other form of entertainment or books that we read, I just want to remind everyone that we do need to filter it through the Word of God. Always. Because sometimes we can be so, um, you know, we can admire someone and mm-hmm. really like 
believe in what they're standing for and and listening in and gleaning from them. But is that person and is what they're saying in accordance and lining up with yep. the word of God? Because That's really I good. think I think that we need to put a filter on no matter you know who we're listening to in the world. Um, That's little, so good. There's a good example. I'm not going to give name names, but. There's, there's people out there that we look to and we're like, man, this is, this person's conservative and they have some values that I have, I agree with. And they say lots of things that I agree with. And then they have things that you don't agree with mm-hmm. and you got to be careful. We got to be careful to not elevate any person. It doesn't mean you can't listen to that. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, tune in, but just filter it. Yeah. We gotta, you know, we, we gotta be careful that we're not putting someone in, in a place of that they shouldn't be sure. in our hearts. So yeah. Same filter. with us. Yes. Same with filter us. Our filter stuff. us. <laughs> um, That's really good. Okay. With that being said, we, we also have really exciting news, which Aaron, I don't think you knew I was going to mention. I don't because but... they're not here on the notes. <laughs> <laughs> I told Aaron when we started, Hey, today's episode's a little bit different. So don't go off the notes. Okay. And he looked at me crazy because I'm the one who is like, always don't go off the notes. Don't go off the notes, Aaron. <laughs> I mean, stay to the notes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now I'm confusing myself. Um, Okay, so Aaron and I have been talking a lot. Really, it's been Aaron talking to me a lot about this idea of when we first launched the Marriage After God podcast back in, was it 2018 or 19? Uh, We started with a video aspect. And Mm -hmm. we sat at our kitchen table in our old house. And there was a layer to it that we had to set up and um, some technical you know, aspects of it. If um, you've been following us from since then, you've seen our videos. Yeah, because we had them (laughs) on YouTube for a long time. They're still up, right? They're still up, yeah. So... We, it was us kind of just podcasting in front of a video and after some time and we had more kids, we took that aspect down or out because we, uh, what I, I wanted to do is that we wanted to simplify it to make it possible that we can keep doing it because yeah. it was getting to this point. It's like, Aaron, I, I need time. I can't do this. And so I was like, okay, I want to keep doing it with you. Let's and then just we went, do the audio. Let's yeah. take away all the other things. And then we went through a huge transition of moving and oh, I feel yeah. like that took a really long time. So now we're at this place where we've been doing this podcast all year. Mm-hmm. Um, the marriage after God, this season has been really long, but really awesome to do. And then all of a sudden Aaron was inspired and felt like, well, a friend of mine just brought up, he's like, why don't you do videos again? I was like, I don't know. <laughs> and it made, but it made me think, cause I, um, I was, I was going through our YouTube channel. We have quite a few videos from early on from five years ago. Cause we've been doing this podcast for that long that some of them have 81,000 views, 65,000 views. And we know that some people like the visual aspects over the audio, exactly. you know, so we know that there's different types of listeners out there. And so we were just really excited to share that news with you. It's not a hundred percent set up right now. Um, but hopefully in the near future, yeah. we will be ready to launch the video side of things again. Yeah. And you listeners can actually be praying for me because I'm trying to navigate <laughs> the lo- logistics again of doing video. And I've since gotten rid of certain equipment and things that I used to have. And I'm like, okay, how can we do this affordably? How can we make it look What's good? What's it going to take? <laughs> What's it going to take? And I don't know how to do like lighting and all that stuff. So <laughs> we'll figure it out. We're going to figure it out. But we're excited about it, which also means just, I don't know, I'm kind of looking at the end of this year and then into the new year, 2024, and just going, okay, God, what do you want from us? And for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that. So speaking of these podcasts that we've been interviewed on, what what was one of the first impressions that you've gotten, not out of a single one, but just out of doing these podcasts? What are you, what are you, 
what stood out to you? I think the very first thing for me was just um, some of the questions for when you jump into a new audience, they always say, give us some background, you know, mm -hmm. let us know who you are. And so we always start off with our names and our children and how old they are. And that's great. But then we kind of went back to um, a little bit of our story. And it was just really fun to remember because yeah. we don't do that from our day to day. You know, we're not thinking about 17 years ago, what that felt like. And I so know, it's not, it's not a common thing that, that comes up. It just felt good. I like yeah. that. What about you? Um, I was, I always get nervous when I'm going into someone else's podcast because I, I don't listen to every podcast. I, don't, I can't, I don't have the time for it. I, and so I just don't know. I don't know the people. I don't know their mindsets. I don't know their audiences. And so I get a little nervous, but I've been really, it's been really refreshing because all the ones so far that we've been on have been so beautiful. Yeah. And these people are so genuine and so kind and they love God and they're, they're like, they pray for us and they ask mm -hmm. us how they, you know, if, what, how we can pray for them. And, um, I, I'm just refreshed. I'm like, wow, there's yeah. so many people out there going back to this idea of this platform yeah. podcasting people that are just, they want to use their, the, this, re, this thing to encourage people and to tell people about Jesus mm -hmm. and to, to give them tips and advice and, yeah. and just, I don't know. I was really encouraged by it. I was also encouraged by how they would say, you know, I've been following you for a long time and I'm so proud of you guys or so encouraged by That's your ministry. That's always surprising to me. <laughs> yeah, because you just never know who knows what. And so for them to be able to just give us that encouragement and also to let us know, like, I love your new book coming out. Like, it yeah. just is making me so excited. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, because they're not told to say that. And they, yeah. they usually, they say those things before, before we we're re recording. Yeah. Which is re really encouraging also because it feels more, it's genuine. They're, yeah. they're telling us from their own heart. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's been really good. Uh, but uh, another thing that I've been thinking about, because again, going back to our past and like where, where we began, our origin story, because we like Marvel and that sort of thing, <laughs> but uh, um, is recognizing... And it kind of blows my mind that we've been doing this for over 12 years, mm. like 12. That's a long time. I've never had a career longer than this <laughs> in anything. This is our career. Yeah. And, and just praising God. I, we've had so many different things go on in, in our life with this ministry and this, this business and the, what we've been doing and it's, it's evolved and changed and we've seen, you know, crazy growth and then, you know, stalling out and everything in between but we're still doing it. And God mm -hmm. is so good that he's, he's totally allowed us to do this. Okay. So 12 years into this career, we'll call it ministry yeah, business both. working together, <laughs> but it's been a lot longer of us together. And so we're, I mean, we're at 16 and a half years, a little bit more than that, uh, married. Yep. And then plus our dating and engaged years, but let's go back. Yeah. Let's go back to then because we did a podcast truth for your twenties and we are kind of talking to our 20 year old selves and giving them encouragement. Our marriage is almost in his twenties. That's crazy. <laughs> so let's take it back there first and start at the beginning of us. Yeah. That, that was a, a, that was an awesome podcast um, because her audience is again, it's where we were once long ago. Yeah. And she's like, Hey, we always like to ask what's one thing you would tell your 20 year old self. And actually because um, we we're talking about marriage, she went back and said, but this time I'm going to ask you, what would you tell your newlywed self. So it kind of immediately threw me into this emotional place of remembering where mm. we were at those, that first few days, weeks, months of being a newlywed. Yeah. Because the, those were the, those four and a half years were the times that 
we had the most struggle. Not that we haven't had struggle since, but most struggle in a specific area, which yeah. is intimacy, which some of you may know, some of you may not know, which is another reason why I was so encouraged to do this podcast today because I thought as much as we were talking to new audiences on other people's podcasts, there's probably a lot of newer listeners on our podcast who probably didn't know, yeah. you know, what our story looked like. And so parts of sharing today was to give you a little glimpse of that. So I don't think we're going to share what we shared on that episode because we want you to listen to it. But <laughs> what we could do is I think we can go into that idea of those first few years of how, what would we encourage other people mm-hmm. with. I th- Yeah. the Besides like actual marriage stuff on a very personal level, I think I would go back to my 20-year-old self and say, hey, <laughs> start jujitsu now. <laughs> if you That's haven't true. started in, in your younger years. Invest because- in Apple. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, because I found a love for it in my in later in life, I can just see how much better I'd be, how much more energetic I'd be, how much more time I've had if I started mm. then. And it probably would have given me a really good physical outlet for, you know, dealing with some of the things that we were dealing with yeah. married. Um, for me in my twenties, I would I would go back and definitely encourage my, myself with the truth about pornography sooner, sooner yeah. and, and say, get, go get around guys that are going to tell you to knock it off. To stop, yeah. <laughs> I would do that back then. Cause that was very destructive in, in our early years. Mm-hmm. Um, and just in general, in my faith and my walk. Um, and so if you're struggling with that, I, I want to encourage you the same way I would encourage my 20 year old self is, is you are free from it. Walk in that freedom all right now. Don't wait. Don't minimize it. It's serious. Yeah. Um, what would you tell, you know, what would you tell 20, 20 something year olds that maybe are single, that they're not even into a relationship yet, not even married yet? Um, I actually, I was thinking we should probably start doing some more episodes in the future about talking to singles and engaged Young, couples. Younger generation. Yeah, because gosh, they, I think they have a lot more obstacles to overcome than we did. Mm. Uh, growing up, growing up because with social media, with, uh, with all media, the way the world is and the way that people meet each other now is so different. And I know, and if anyone doesn't say it's different, everyone says, no, it's the same as it always has. No, We're, we live in a different world. And so I think we're just encouraging, um, young adults who are seeking, who are desiring that. Um, it's one of the reasons we wrote the 31 prayers for my future husband, future yeah. wife books. And it, it it might be, you might think if you don't have those books, like, oh, it's just praying for that person. Mm-hmm. No, a lot of it and a lot of the, the comments we get on the book, a lot of the reviews are, wow, this actually made me think about the kind of person that I want to be. Because as you're praying for the person you desire and want to yeah. be in God's will with, you, you're actually being confronted with, am I that person? Exactly. Yeah. And instead of seeking for the one, and I have my own thoughts on the one, but be the one, Mm -hmm. be the, be the husband, be the wife, prepare yourself now for the kind of man or woman you desire to be for your spouse. Mm -hmm. Instead of just looking for that person that fits all the, you know, checks all the boxes for yourself. Um, make sure you're checking the boxes for yourself. That's good. Um, yeah. So, you know, as we got to, as a part of this interview, reflect, and evaluate and talk to our 20 year old selves. Would you say that there's benefit for anyone listening, no matter how old they are, you know, thirties, forties, fifties. Oh yeah. We talked to, about to look so back much and evaluate types of things and, and, and talking about our, our past. Uh, you know, I, I heard someone once says, 
memories aren't there. Like remembering the past isn't there just to hold on to the past. They're to teach us about the future. Biblically, this gets played out uh, when God often was asking the people of Israel to set up monuments and stacks of stones and different things to remind them not of like, wow, look how hard it was back then, but hey, look at what God has done. Yeah. And so if you're listening, there's something really powerful about sitting down and reminiscing. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, let's talk about what God has brought us through. But do you remember that season when it was really hard? I was struggling with this. Or it was a sickness, an illness, a physical thing, a fight we were going through, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And you look back at that stuff, not to be like, wow, that was hard. But look back and say, wow, look what God did. Mm-hmm. And look at how God leads us and guides us through things. So it's a really cool thing to look back and reminisce on how God has led. So in looking back at kind of our beginnings and sharing, especially for newer listeners, give them some of that backstory of us and reminisce about what God has brought us through. Um, you've already mentioned those first few years were really hard for us. So we we struggled with intimacy and um, couldn't enjoy sex with each other for those mm-hmm. first four years. It was really hard. It was almost non-existent in yep. our marriage. And, and there was a lot that came of that because, I mean, if you think about it, intimacy affects how we interact, how we communicate, how we make decisions. Mm-hmm. And it kind of just poured out all of those emotions and everything we were dealing with poured out into every aspect of our marriage. And so we were, we were really affected by what we were dealing with circumstantially. Mm-hmm. But spiritually, God was refining us and drawing out of us things that we didn't even know were there. And he wanted to uh, mature us, I believe. In looking in hindsight, you can see the growth that we experienced during that time and came out better for it on the other end of, of really him bringing us to the end of ourselves and knitting us together to be one. Yeah, we... and. on the surface, we you could see the things that we've physically struggled with, like our sex life and and those sorts of things, and and the and the struggles of being newlyweds and finances, and, uh, finances. <laughs> but when you get to look back, that's when you can have an easier time seeing the spiritual connotations of everything that was going on. Rec, we we can recognize that we had idols made mm-hmm. of each other, of sex, of our marriage, of things that we believed we deserved. And God wanted to deal with those things. We had selfishness in our hearts and pride and all sorts of things that all of us bring into our marriage, marriages. And God was in a very specific way, in a very suffering way with us, mm-hmm. using the circumstances of our marriage and the things that we were dealing with to, to cut those, you know, per se, out of us. Yeah to bring into the surface as, you know, like being refined yeah. and all that dross gets dropped, brought to the surface and looking back helps you see that because mm-hmm. when you're in the midst of it, it's very hard to see like, what's God spiritually doing to us. It's a good practice to try and do that. It's very hard to do, but looking back, you know, it'd be like, wow, God definitely used that mm-hmm. to grow us, to mature us, to refine us. Yeah. As we were, reminiscing and talking about kind of our backstory. I, I was looking at the hand of God in, in light of our family Mm -hmm. and thinking, okay, those first handful of years were so hard for us, uh, to be intimate with one another that I wasn't even thinking about having kids back then. It was like, I was almost grateful that we didn't because how, how, I mean, we just, we we weren't getting along and we weren't, to be honest, I would have been, I remember thinking I'd be really angry 
at God if you got pregnant? There, there the, were, like if the one time that we tried <laughs> and it, and then all of a sudden I'm like, great. Well, yeah, there yeah, was a yeah. lot of layers to this. And like yeah. I already used the word refining, but the Lord has changed our perspective even of children over oh, yeah. the years. And so now, you know, we're 16 and a half years in where we have five kids. One, their first is almost uh, 11 and our youngest is three. And so just looking back over the years and saying, wow, God, look at what you did in us that we came from um, what seemingly felt like failure and mm-hmm. frustration in the beginning to now a flourishing family. Like to me, that just really blesses my heart. And I'm so grateful that over the years, he gave us the courage to say yes and to be excited about building our family and having children. And I can only imagine what that feels like for others looking back in hindsight, maybe for people yeah. who have struggled with infertility or, um, or struggled like we did, or maybe they put off having children because of finances. And if, and if you could look back over the years and mm-hmm. see the fruitfulness now, it's just, it's, it, to me, it's exciting and it's a blessing to be able to see that bigger picture come to life. Yeah. And that's the encouragement for you listening is if you were to just look at a snapshot of our life, there was, we, we actually often bring this up that we've had more good years now than we've had bad years. And that is a, that's a reality and a truth statistically for marriages that, that make it through hard things Mm. that they don't just give up that when you push through and you make it, you at whatever time you make it past that hard thing, you, you have, you will grow more years past that and you'll you'll have experience better better days and i would add to that that even some some of the hard things that people deal with there is no end date there is no getting over it sometimes true. like when you think about grief you know it's like that will always be with them but it's still something that they can endure together yep and so my question Aaron, is what is the thing that gets us or any couple through that what, it's, what? it's the rock mm-hmm when we build our foundation on the rock. So when we have Christ as our foundation, we have, when we have his word to fall back on, uh, the Bible tells us that we're, we comfort those with the comfort that we ourselves receive. Mm-hmm. So we can only comfort someone else because we've received comfort ourselves from God. And so I'll tell you what, I tried for a long time to draw from my own strength and my own ability and my own like knowing. Yeah. And you just get depleted so fast. You, you, you can't sustain that. Yeah. <laughs> You can't. It doesn't get us far enough. No. But God gets us all the way. He he does he gets us to the finish line when we rely on him. So no matter where you're at in your marriage today, we wanted to encourage you to keep chasing after Christ. Keep him at the mm-hmm. center. Keep keep him as your rock and your foundation because he is the thing that will help you endure and get through and feel closer today than you were yesterday or the day before. Hmm. Right? Yep. Okay, so we also shared um, a little bit about working together in some of these interviews. So Which, did by anything the way, come up from that? Yeah, it, it made me, uh, after talking to Jared Lopes from Dad Tired, I wanted to, I, I got excited about potentially either me or us being on other types of podcasts like business podcasts <laughs> or finance podcasts or writing podcast. I was thinking, yeah, there's there's areas of our life and experiences that we have that everyone gets to benefit from. Like they, they read our books and, you know, listen to our podcasts, but we don't really talk about how 
Yeah. We do it. Or the technical. Yeah. And, and the processes and the things that we've learned over the years. Do you remember like, oh, I think it was a few years ago. I, I, I'm the idea person in our family. So I feel like I'm always coming up with exciting things to do with you. But I remember I said, we should start a business podcast and share like how to do husband and wife, like a podcast for husband and wife who work together. Yeah. Encouragement, but also practical. Yeah. I actually created a Google Docs folder for it <laughs> a long time ago and we started we putting ideas this. in it. This could be a good idea. Well, if if you're listening and that's something you'd like from us, let us know on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a second podcast would be logistically Maybe difficult. in our nesting years. <laughs> there you go. Empty nesters. Um, okay. So, but, but I really did get encouraged in sharing about... Um, just how, how we've come to learn to work together because it wasn't like it, there was a desire there for sure to serve God, like right. right up front in our marriage. But I think over time we realized that it takes a lot. Um, our communication wasn't perfect. And so we, even still today, we still work on communication when it comes to our work, but. Well, can I say that one of the best bits of advice I can give to anyone listening who they do want to do stuff with their spouse, they want to work, they want to do ministry is um, that scripture, if you're faithful with little, then you'll be faithful with much, mm. is do it with your spouse who will like ministry of some sort in any aspect and make that a part of your life. Yeah. So when we, when I asked you to be my wife, I said, I want to, I don't care what I do. I just want to do it with you and for God. And so my, my life was open in a sense of like, okay, okay God, whatever you want us to do, let's do, I want to do it together. And we, we did you know, um, youth group together. Yeah. We, uh, we did all sorts of things together early on. We went to Africa together. Mm -hmm. We went to did missionary. So work. even before we were writing books and podcasting and blogging and I would this say stuff, this, it was a lot of little yeses that evolved and grew us over time into bigger ones, into bigger ones. Yeah. And so whether you do it perfectly or not, whether you have, if you wait until you have everything exactly right and you know how to communicate perfectly and you know, how, you'll never do it. Mm. <laughs> and so it's like, if you have the desire, just start doing it, start seeking after the Lord together and figure out whatever that, that thing is and start little and work your way up to bigger things. I love that. And it doesn't mean that you have to quit your day job to do it either, because lots of times God will allow a husband and wife to work or be home with the kids and homeschooling or do what, mm -hmm. whatever it is that is what you're pursuing and then there's, there could be extras on the side. Cause we did that for a long time where we pursued extra. Well, we had our both, we both had our day jobs and then we started a photography business to together, get out of debt, to get out of debt. Cause it made money. And so we did it together and then on <laughs> and Saturdays and on the weekends and in the evenings and whenever we had time, we'd be shooting family shoots and yeah. babies and weddings. And so this kind of leads us into the whole message of marriage after God, which is another part of um, being interviewed that we got to share about that I wasn't expecting. So there was a yeah, couple of questions. Yeah, because we were going to be talking about this new book, but it just naturally went to the, the previous book that we just wrote, Marriage After God. Which makes me really excited because um, sometimes when you work on a big project like a book and Marriage After God, the, the message that kind of sums up our entire ministry, <laughs> what, what mm -hmm. we're trying to encourage couples with is, um, so, so you do it and the excitement around it hovers for a while and then you move on to the next project, which for us is this, the, the marriage gift, which mm -hmm. we'll talk about in a minute, but to go back and to remember the importance and the value of marriage after God and what we poured into that book was really important to me. And, and can I just good. highlight that you said that this book essentially sums up the, the heart of yeah. this ministry. Yeah. 
the book's called Marriage After God. We started the podcast because of the book. Because of the book. <laughs> and that was five years ago. And so if you have not got a copy of Marriage After God, can we just strongly encourage you? Go to Amazon, pick up a copy of Marriage After God, and you'll see what we're talking about. Because we talk about how God led us. Really all these, step by step. Yeah, all these little yeses and how God used our unique situation, our unique marriage, our unique gifts and talents and resources for him mm -hmm. when we say yes to him. And the encouragement to you through this book and through the podcast is just to encourage you guys to look at your marriage and to like offer it up to God and say, God, what, like Aaron said, what experiences, what testimonies, what gifts, what resources do we have from the both of us that we can use to serve you and to honor you and to do things for your kingdom that only our marriage can do because there's unique work out there that an opportunity that he does Mm -hmm. have for us. And so ours looks like this books and podcasting and, and social media. There's be, a lot out there. That's not, yeah, that's not it. So like Aaron said, if you haven't had a chance to read marriage after God, we highly encourage that. Uh, the subtitle for marriage after God is chasing boldly after God's purpose for your life together. So if you've been kind of stagnant or you feel like you're in a place where you're wondering like, what, what's my purpose or what's our purpose, you know? I think that this would be a great resource to dive in together with your spouse. And we give questions at the end of each chapter mm -hmm. too, to like get those conversations rolling. So and I'm speaking of purpose. Cool. This is actually in one of the, uh, one of the podcast interviews we did. Someone asked, I can't remember which podcast it was. Um, what is one of the biggest struggles you see marriages having? And I brought up lack of purpose. Mm. These, these, these couples not seeing their marriage having a purpose or they have the wrong purpose as in, I was going to say, when you have, when you don't have a purpose for your marriage, you tend to be self-focused. Yeah. Like your how is my spouse yours. serving me? How yeah. is my spouse making me happy? How is my spouse, how is this marriage, uh, fulfilling me rather than what is our marriage for? How can I serve mm -hmm. my spouse? How can I love my spouse? How can I mm -hmm. fulfill my spouse? So it's a, yeah. Uh, God's purpose for your marriage changes your focus. So anyways, I just want to bring that up that I think that is a big problem that marriages have is they don't have a purpose, but, but you, you do. do. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't even in the notes. That I was know. Good. Okay. So Aaron, why don't you give them a brief overview of the marriage gift? I know we've talked about mm -hmm. it a little bit, but is there anything else that you wanted to share about this book that's coming out October? Yeah, 17th? this is a, it's a one year marriage prayer devotional. And you know, we've been doing prayer emails for years and people love those. And there are a lot of shorter prayers that we send out. Um, and we have prayers that a husband prays for their wife and a prayer that a wife prays for their husband. Uh, but this book is one year of prayers specific to your marriage that you can pray individually or pray with your spouse. Ideally, our hope is that you get to a point where you're praying these with your spouse. And I, and ideally, ideally, our hope is that this book encourages your marriage to be prayer warriors that you, that even beyond this book, that this book is just a catalyst. It's an inspiration. It's a, it's a launching pad for your prayer life. And I know there's a lot of people that are, that wonder, how do I pray for my spouse? How do I pray for marriage? I literally just got an email this morning from someone who listened to the dad tired podcast. And he said, how fast can I get this, Aww. this book? Because I, I don't know how to pray for my wife. And I was like, I was like, well, it comes out in October. I said, you could pre-order today. And I told him, I was like, but until then, why don't you join the prayer challenge that I have, which is a, our email prayers. But that's why we wrote this book is that Jennifer and I, we, we desire marriages to be standing in the gap for mm -hmm. each other. Yep. And also that their marriage would be praying for others and that they would recognize that the reason we called it the marriage gift is because prayer is a gift from God. 
that we can talk to him directly, that we can come before him and we can, we can carry our spouse at times into the throne room of God. Um, but it's also that your marriage is a gift mm-hmm. to each other, and to, to each the other. World. Yeah. So the marriage gift, it's, it's a, it's got two meanings to it, multiple meanings, um, but it's 365 prayers for our marriage, the marriage gift. Um, why don't you read the, the subtitle? It's um, a daily devotional journey to inspire, encourage, and transform us and our prayer life, which again, like Aaron already mentioned, this is just a catalyst, you guys, to grow your to grow your prayer life and to hopefully um, give you the words that maybe you didn't know you needed or mm. couldn't formulate yourself because you've been in despair or for whatever reason. Or topics I, and, and areas of your life that you don't even think to pray for. And the, the prayers are brief enough that they give you those words, but it would be so easy to add on to it and to, because you know, all the details of your life, you know what your spouse is going through. So you can easily add to it in your own words in real time, what you want to be praying for. But we did try and cover all the different areas of marriage that we experience. And so it's not that you weren't reading the same prayer every day. Like there's ones on, on finances and being a good steward, but there's also ones on intimacy. There's ones on uh, being friends. There's ones on having fun. There's ones on affirmation and building each other up and um, just sin, yep. you know, um, being healthy, uh, talking about our words or being a team in marriage. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of different um, aspects of marriage that we try to cover in this book, but really it's just um, a, a tool and a resource that we wanted to offer a couple who desires to grow spiritually and intimately with the Lord together. Can I bring up one secret intention we have for this book is that the topics of these prayers, one of our heart's desires is that they become topics of conversation yeah, and depth and intimacy with your spouse where not only you're praying this prayer, but it becomes like, Hey, you know, this actually brings up a good point. Why, why, why haven't we thought about this or how are we doing in this area or how are you doing in this area? And so one of our secret intentions of the book is that we pray it brings a deeper level of intimacy between you and your spouse, mm-hmm. bringing up areas to discuss and to pray over and to, and to uh, navigate through mm-hmm. that maybe you haven't before. And so when, I hope that happens. That's good. When we were doing these interviews, um, again, I forget too who, where, which podcast it was. We've done but, a bunch of them so far. <laughs> but I remember um, specifically talking, Aaron, about uh, the power of prayer in marriage And how there was a time early in our marriage because of the things that we were experiencing that my faith was rocked in a negative way. And I felt angry and frustrated, almost fragile, like I couldn't go to God in prayer or didn't want to. I don't, I can't remember exactly, probably a mixture of those feelings, Mm -hmm. but I did get to share that you stood in the gap for us spiritually. You didn't do it every day and you didn't do it perfectly, but there were so many times that you prayed over me even if it was a quick brief before you left the house prayer. Um, there were other times that, you know, before we went to bed at night that you prayed a long prayer. And I remember looking back in hindsight, like just feeling so grateful that you were able to do that for us because I was in a place where I couldn't. And I know that there's probably people listening today that they might wonder, well, I think I could do that. I think I could pray for our marriage, but I don't know if my, my spouse can. And I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's worth it to stand in the gap it's worth it to be praying for your marriage, even if your spouse can't, and it will inspire them. It will encourage them. You did that for me. You mm-hmm. you helped me cling on to my faith and my hope in God in a time when I didn't have the words and I didn't have 
enough faith to, mm-hmm. to go there in prayer with the Lord, but it was super encouraging. And so if you are able to do that in your marriage, I just want to encourage you guys to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just one more note, even when both of you feel like you can't go to God or don't have the words, we have a, we have a, a savior mm-hmm. who is forever praying for us, mm-hmm. interceding for yeah. us. And so Amen. our encouragement is that we can be a part of that. We can participate in that and, and be praying for each other. And so that's what we want. So, Well, thank you guys for listening to this very different episode, but I hope that it encouraged you today and gave you a little bit of insight into um, a little bit to our past, but also what we're dealing with currently with these interviews and just gearing up for this new book coming out, um, which we're very honored to be able to present to you guys. Um, even though it's not a normal podcast episode, I thought it'd be fun just to end with the growth spurt like we've been doing. And this is just a monthly focus where we encourage you guys to grow together Mm -hmm. by doing something specific. And so this month is keeping your eyes on the prize and doting over each other. Aaron, I feel like we got the opportunity to do this and dote over each other in in some of the interviews we've had where random encouragement would come pouring out of us for the other person as we're reminiscing about our past or the things that God's brought us through we've gotten to encourage each other and so that felt really good so our encouragement for you today which I know that was unique for us for podcasting but for you listening uh, just take some time reminiscing over the years what has God done to bring you in your journey of marriage positive for each other draw out the positive and just dote over each other and encourage each other of what you've seen along the way Awesome. Let's pray. Dear Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for our marriage. Thank you for the journey we've been on together. Every challenge and every victory has been worth it. We pray you would continue to lead us and guide us. We pray we would be able to keep working together in marriage to further your kingdom. Please mature us and shape us through your word as we pursue you together. May you be glorified through us and may your will be done. In Jesus' name, amen. to pray more for your spouse? Do you desire to pray more with your spouse? We understand that you may not know where to start, or maybe you feel uncomfortable praying, or maybe you don't know what to pray, or maybe you simply want to add something more to your current prayer life. This is why we wrote The Marriage Gift, 365 Prayers for Our Marriage. We desire that it would be used as a daily reminder and catalyst for you and your spouse to grow a dynamic and consistent prayer life together. This book is a compilation of 365 unique and powerful prayers that cover a range of diverse topics that every marriage deals with. You can read it alone, or ideally, you read it with your spouse. 
Also, we hope that the topics that are brought up in these prayers would become a starting point for deeper and more intimate conversations with your spouse and a desire to seek God on these matters together. Visit themarriagegift.com today and order your copy and give your marriage the greatest gift, powerful and meaningful prayer. Visit themarriagegift.com today.